Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on a TV set. When I'm in control on your own, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Podcast Addict, wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us. Just search UPNXT. And Davey, where else can they find us? You can find us every Wednesday night, youtube.com forward slash up next at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, every Wednesday night we watch NXT, then we talk about it because we're your NXT friends. 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 And we're always here for you. Wednesdays, Tuesdays, it doesn't matter. NXT is the show we watch and we will talk about Every week, and that is where we are right now. We're in the BDE, the Braden Davy Estate. We watched an episode of NXT, and right off the bat, we had an announcement kind of earlier today that we all kind of knew. Takeover, October 4th, a Sunday. It might not be Halloween Havoc, but it's happening in October, so it's going to be a spooky season takeover. Yeah, um... This is just NXT TakeOver. They takeover. haven't assigned a name yet. Not they, yet. They need to get creative. Come spooky on. Spooky season. TakeOver spooky season. I mean, uh, no. It's October 4th. It's too early. They they should, Halloween realistically, Havoc. they should do a Halloween Havoc. Yeah. But October 4th is way too early for that. Um, what else could you do on October? Just Halloween stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Which reminds me, we got to get our Halloween set going on, I think. We need to get some spooky season <laughs> stuff going on. I know it's October. I got a skull you got, going uh, on. Oh, we got a pumpkin spice candle. Oh, so. We got going on. Everything have you had a pumpkin spice, spice latte yet? Because uh, you, you, uh, I was telling you last week that I'm not having this yet. Right. I'm not talking about this every week. Yeah. Because we'll talk about it a lot next month. Yeah. Let's not. 
let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Okay. You know, all that. So you're saying the world's going to end before Halloween? No, I'm just saying oh. calm down. Oh. Calm down. Right. It's September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wake me up when it ends then. But then you gave out to me because I've had more pumpkin spice lattes than you this, this year. Is, this is true. Okay. Starbucks have bought out something new. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Hold on. So, so I've had to count one pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Still. I've had just... three so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's this new thing? The apple oat flat white. Apple oat flat white. A- oat milk is not a lifestyle. Oh, oat milk. But it is, is lit. Oat, oat milk's fantastic. <laughs> it's not a it's not a character trait though. No. <laughs> yet. Not yet. Yeah, it's going to be. I predict it's going to be. But yeah, I'm on Look, I like your oat milk train, but I'm all about oat milk and almond milk. So wait, apple? What? What is it? So it tastes like an apple pie. And then you get some like aut- autumnal spices on top. Okay. But it's still like, because it's oat milk, and I guess, I don't know what they do for the apple, but it's not like pump after pump after pump of okay. syrup. It's like pretty low in calories. Interesting. Oh my word. It's, oh my it's word. It's fantastic. Always an extra shot. Uh, you've got to have the extra shot. I'm a, obviously I'm a fall guy. I like the pumpkin, anything, pumpkin spice beer, pumpkin spice chili, pumpkin, literally anything is, is what I'm for. But I have not tried your, your apple. I like pumpkin pie over apple pie. So this already might okay, be a- try it tomorrow. No doubt. Uh, we're seeing our friend Travi later tonight. Right. And no doubt tomorrow morning before doing up Nextra. I'll be hungover. Best match ever. You're going to get me one? I'll get, <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll get you one. I'll get you one. <laughs> it sounds great. I can't wait. Do you like apple pie? I like pumpkin pie more than apple pie, but you know what? I could, you could say that apple pie is the superior pie to all pies. Yeah. Like realistically. So imagine on paper. coffee that tastes like apple pie. All right. You're kind of losing me, but I'm still going to try right, it. I'm still, yeah. I mean, you're buying. It's great. I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so you're saying you're not ready for spooky season, but you're ready for fall. Yeah. Autumn. Yeah. Right? For yeah. sure. It's been an all right autumn. Look, it's in- like I don't want to go right into Christmas as soon as Ugh. like Halloween finishes. You know, like is there still room for just- Halloween? Can you get can- candy's like already individually wrapped? Can you give it to kids? Can you give out candy? Hey, it's up to them whether they eat it. I guess, yeah. Well, I want to know. I don't care about kids going back to school to be fair, and I didn't, stuff. I didn't give candy yeah. to kids last year, so I'm my not- goal. <laughs> my goal in my life is to be that one house that gives out full chocolate bars. That's my goal in life. I know I've made it when I give out full. No, chocolate I'm going to be the guy that's like, no trick. Yeah, bring trick. It. Yeah, of course. Bring you it. Would. <laughs> I I feel like it's already the summer's already over. It's mid September, and like here in Canada, Toronto, it's like not super hot yet it's not super cold yet but it's also kind of the summer's still it's that time it's of year where know. one day you could be in a hoodie season a, in a thick coat the next day you could be in shorts and t-shirt yeah it's really weird so it's like do i order a pumpkin spice latte do i start watching horror movies but that's what's also beautiful do I go about to a this beach? time of year yeah because you can be outside all day and i think we're really lucky where we live because we've got a load of like really nice older houses and this time of year, it's beautiful to walk around when the, like, the trees are like mm. going brown and Spooky leaves are falling. Um, but it's way more interesting where we are than like the concrete jungle of condos, just like sure. a bit further south. From yeah, us. we're like in a cool part of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. But I, and last we've held some Halloween parties in the past, and now it's like we're still in this pandemic era we can't really host parties so it's like do we throw a party in a park where everyone just shows up in costumes hoping it's not cold i think that's what we're aiming to do i think that's the best thing i mean do. the best thing i can do is go to dollarama and buy halloween decor for our house but it's like guys just make your halloween costume 
like, you know, someone who dresses warm, you know? What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't know, like, fucking dead. Dead someone. (laughs) Every year I'm just like this person, but dead. (laughs) Last year I was a dead jock. You should be uh, Donald Trump. No. But dead. Dead Donald. He looks dead already. (laughs) I just love how last year, last week you gave me shit for talking about Halloween and I just got you to talk about what you want. (laughs) Well, no, Halloween, like, you've got to prep your costume. You do, you do. You've got to to start thinking about that. I want to be the year 2020. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. For the next two months to be like, it's spooky season. It is spooky season. I've already started watching horror movies. I've watched The Exorcist the other night. I'm just in the zone. I'm already in the zone. I saw you watched The Haunting of Hill House, didn't you? The Haunting of Hill House. On Netflix. Like last year? Two years ago? Yeah, two years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, They're doing another one. Yeah, but it's like not a sequel. It's like a different. Story. It's like what they do with America Hor- American Horror Story, right. the same cast and everything. Yeah, uh, they're doing that, which I might watch. I watched a bunch of. I watched this movie called Thirst, which is like a Korean. The guy from Parasite is the lead in this. He's like okay. a Korean vampire movie. Really fucking weird. That was great. Um, I just basically been going through like a list of just scary stuff that I like. If I've seen, not seen, I'm doing like seen it, but haven't seen in a while. Then stuff I haven't and. I don't know. To me, fall time involves, you know, staying inside and watching scary movies. That's what, that's what, it, that's what it's all Which about. Which is nice. I think I, I like seasons. I like, I love the summer. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also, I get excited when the weather starts turning. It's like, oh, I can it's start nice wearing different things from my wardrobe. Hoodies. And then I can, I have a good excuse to watch things at home. Um, but yes, uh, talking of horror movies, we have actually set up a poll. On our Facebook page, oh. the Up Next group, part of Up Next podcast, follow it um, to decide what um, what horror film we're going to review next month. Uh, so go onto the Facebook group and you can add your vote. Uh, I can't actually find it right now, but I believe it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it follows great movie, uh, Both Evil movies. Dead, the OG, the OG, yeah, uh, Poltergeist. And what's the other one? Oh man, I don't I'm, even remember. I'm blanking. We basically just went to the the Facebook page and scoped out all these people, shouted everyone in the Facebook group and stuff. Uh, join in on the conversation if you join the group. And so many people were writing in uh, like all these movie suggestions, and we kind of took one from each era, and we're going to put it to a vote. One and, from each decade, yeah. yeah, from like the 50s right through. So. so we have that coming out. I see in the the YouTube chat, people are asking for a Halloween tailgate. Cabin fever. Sorry, that's <laughs> cabin the other fever. One. Cabin fever with the dude from Boy Meets World, Sean Hunter. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, and someone in their YouTube room is also asking, not Halloween three. Well, that you've asked, Chris Elliot, in the chat room. Uh, we are going to be doing that movie as well. When we kind of started this, we did a review of my one of my favorite movies, Halloween, the original. Then we did Halloween 2 at one point, and we joked, and I joked, that I would never do Halloween 3 because it's the only movie in that series that doesn't involve Michael Myers. They try to just go off on a yeah. different thing. Well, we're going to review it. We are. <laughs> um, this is the one Halloween film I've not seen of, like, the original yeah, canon. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it didn't involve Michael no. Myers. And when I was getting the, the VHSs as a kid, I was like, I don't want that The one. night he doesn't come home um, is the tagline of this movie. So I'm actually quite looking forward to going back to that. And I this has now become a tradition with us where we'll review a Halloween yeah. movie every year. Um, so that is actually to look forward to on this very feed, the free feed. Um, and In- talking of free shows... yeah. This weekend, actually this Friday, we are celebrating one year of launching 
our Patreon. So we thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to share one of the shows that we are most proud of, and it's our best match ever show. Um, and we had the opportunity to talk with kind of the, the guy that helped put us on the map. I'd say the, like, one half of post wrestling, John Pollock. We talked to all about Stan Hansen a few months ago on our Patreon. And we thought we'd put it out for free on the post wrestling feed this Friday. So if you aren't a patron of ours, but you kind of want an idea of what we do, you've got a lot of shows coming up soon with our free Batman review coming Mm -hmm. out next week. Uh, You've got this episode of Best Match Ever coming out this Friday. And you'll have our Halloween 3 movie review next month. So check them out. And if you like what you hear, where can you go to, Brayden? Yes. If you like what you hear, obviously you can find us here every Wednesday night up next covering NXT. And we mentioned we do some free shows every now and, and again. The Batman series, every single Batman, including the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, starting from then all the way up to Dark Knight Rises, we will be doing absolutely free. This will obviously take months and months to cover each one. So this will be like a long haul leading up to Battenson, leading up to Snyder Cut, whatever it is you want to lead it up to, we're leading up to that. And we will be giving out Halloween 3 as well for free on the free feed down the line. We're probably going to do some G1 stuff as well, but patreon.com slash up next, $5 a month is all it takes. And you get all the shows we mention throughout all the weeks, every week, but it gets everything in the back catalog. So, yeah, this in the bat ca- the catalog? bat catalog, yeah, uh so we we decided with a year of Patreon, which is just crazy, it flew by so fast because time flies when you're having fun. We decided to pick a show and give it out for free, and John and Way are going to put it on the post feed, and it's the best match ever, Stan Hansen featuring John Pollock. If you've ever wanted to hear me and Davey nerd out completely over some old school Japanese wrestling. Uh, this is the show and it's absolutely free. So give us a shot and check it out. But $5 gets you all the shows, any show you want to listen to, we've done. I'm giving a spoiler right now. One of my matches of the year of 2020 <laughs> is from this Stan Hansen yeah, show. Because we watched it this year for the first time. We were like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, this was a super fun show to do. So this will be, uh, for free. You can go listen to on the post feed this weekend, celebrating our one year anniversary. And I know a lot of people are like, Hey, I always support you guys. I love you guys. Just, one show is enough. Well, hey, it's a free one, so go put it. Take in. it. Yeah, go take it. We can't it. give out candy, but we can give out <laughs> shows. <laughs> See, you're in the spooky season. Uh, I love it. So, yeah, we do so many podcasts, including last week. We do a show where there's the world champion tiers. If you're insane and love us enough where you want to be a world champ, you eventually get to come on a show with a pick, and we have you on. We review whatever it is you chose, and we have you on and talk about it. We had... World champ Tony Arthur, pick a show, pick a movie last week that you've never seen. It's what some call the worst movie ever. The Room. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it. We talked about it. It's up on the feed. It's included in that $5 tier. We go from the worst movie ever to quite possibly the best movie ever this week. Coming out with world champion... I'm, I'm Chris, Chris Price. Yes. Oh man. I'm sorry, Chris. I totally like, there's too many world champions these days. He's picked back to the future. Great Scott. Uh, yeah. From the room to back to the future. It's been a crazy week. <laughs> I just want to quote the room for a sec. Oh yeah. Uh, cause you might notice I've got scars all over my yeah, body. I don't know why, but cause I tried the whole hello doggy. <laughs> <laughs> you got attacked by a dog. I got attacked by a dog. So, hello doggy. Uh, hello doggy. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I uh, someone came into work the other day with their their dog. Yeah, and I went and say hello, wow. and um, the dog jumped up, was super friendly, gave me a few kisses and licks, and then I came away, didn't realize, and someone's like, "David, you're bleeding oh, everywhere. Wipe yourself up." Yeah, and you're bleeding. He scratched me a lot. Well, that sounds terrible. Sorry. I mean, you. I asked you why you were all cut up. I thought you had, you had some issues going on, <laughs> but you told me it was a pit bull. Uh, we've done The Room. We're talking about Back to the Future this week as an episode of Up Yours, which is like, I have a tattoo of this on my body. Like, I'm obsessed with Back to the Future. If you want to hear us nerd out about Back to the Future, that is a show this week as well. Look, New Japan's coming back with the G1. We're going to be chatting about it. We're definitely going to be talking about it the weeks to, the weeks coming. But we decided to do... A best match ever, G1. We put it to a vote on the Facebook group, and you have voted 2016. So this week, we're doing best match ever, G1, 2016. We watched up all the, lined up all the matches, the top matches from that G1 tournament. We're watching it, rating it, comparing it for best match ever, G1, 2016. Also coming out this week on the Patreon. So many shows. Some nice wrestling, to be honest, on that show. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really it's really hard watching great G1 matches and then going back to like, not G1 wrestling matches. It's really, yeah, it, it's a thing. So we, we have so many vast different shows there. Patreon.com slash up next. Again, go look at all the shows we posted. So many reviews, so much wrestling, so many movies, all the stuff that we do. So many things. So many things. Yeah. The yes. September schedule is up and there'll be more shows and, and news and updates and stuff. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter, by the way, is where you can follow for all the updates and stuff there. But apart from podcasting and all our shows and everything how are you how have you been keeping yeah i've been all right um been been working been enjoying the last bits of summer uh i went there's a, a vincent van gogh exhibit in toronto i'm going on saturday oh yes. man i went to that uh on friday night and it was a cr- pretty great experience oh uh, yeah 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 uh you just like walk around a room or sit down and kind of pop a squat and then just like zone into these like crazy illusions of his art kind of like art comes to life it's like projections of his art. yeah yeah it's a 30 minute loop that just eventually like reloops itself but it's it's all over projected all over the walls and ground and mirrors and all sorts of stuff so it was very interesting especially when you're on shrooms yeah i mean that's what i (laughs) i'm going with my girlfriend so i don't think i'll be doing anything like that but when I saw it being advertised, I was like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. I had a, I had a fantastic time. I'm a big fan of like art and stuff and visual art is, is obviously really cool. And there's not a lot you can do these days, no events and stuff. So I thought this was cool. It was, it felt really safe. I was spaced out from people. Yeah. You had to wear your mask and just kind of watch all the art kind of come to life. I would, I would say it was very Are exciting. Are they selling Van Gogh painting masks? They're selling they're missing everything. they're a trick if they're not. They are. They're selling Van Gogh masks. They're selling Van Gogh pins of his ear. That's a, that, I walked into that joking like, they better sell some ear merch because <laughs> didn't you rip off his ear? And then, of course, they, they sold merch with his ear. Uh, they sold all sorts. But, yeah, it was very visually stunning. But you Art. didn't regret going? Like, oh no, definitely. Time? Okay, I'm, I recommend, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, it's a 30-minute on... loop that – you see different things looking at different parts. So you could see different things you didn't see like okay. from the first time around. So I, I recommend staying a few times through the loop. Like okay. you're allowed to stay as long as you right. want. Nice. And you just get to watch the art. Obviously like Van Gogh is famous for like Starry Night and stuff. So you get to see like Starry Night come to life yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It's pretty rad. I actually really enjoyed it. And then of course we're in the city. We're in Toronto. 
I booked it so that I ended that and then I could quickly go grab dinner and a bite somewhere to quickly see if the Raptors could win in game seven. I went to this crazy fancy ramen spot on Friday and they didn't have TVs. And I was like, okay, okay. So I'm eating my ramen. Best ramen I've ever had. Ryu's Noodle Bar. Shout out Ryu's Noodle Bar. Okay, where is that? Uh, Queen and Bathurst in Toronto. Okay. Holy shit. I've had ramen in a lot of places in the world, including Japan. This is up there. It ranks. Wow. I would, I would definitely recommend. Um, and I've tried this like new octopus squid, like, uh, appetizer. I know that's not your bag, but oh, change my game, but they didn't have a TV. So I finished. I'm like, all right, all right. Leave there. And I see a bar has the TV on kind of, I can see through the thing. I'm like, all right, quickly grab a drink on the patio. It's social distant fourth quarter. Watch the game. I'm not a huge sports fan. I like talking about fake sports. But the Raptors lose, and then the whole city of Toronto just got real sad. <laughs> yeah, so I was working the game, and turned out I was managing when I when I showed up, and the they decided to f- like lay off the hostess and busser earlier in the week. So I'm like, oh, cool. So the problem is with all the the like rules and everything. It's like you've got to take account of numbers and spacing people out. So yeah. you really have to have someone at the door to like greet them and work out where they sat. We were full. Like we were completely full because of the game. And then trying to have people go, Oh, we're a group of 10. You go, well, I can't move furniture outside. So you're, you, if you want to be outside, you can be in two groups or I can fit you inside. So we put them inside and they don't like the seat and want to go outside. And can we move tables together? And it's like, no, I've already, I've already told you about this, but it was pretty, pretty bad. And then, like all the servers, it's same at New Year. Like New Year, when it comes to like twelve fifty eight, you go, all right, I'm not serving anymore. Like I'm taking until twelve twelve yeah, yeah, five. A few minutes. I'm spending New Year's, so get your drinks now. And we made that pretty clear to everyone. It's like you're not having drinks. <laughs> like you, it's now or right or in like ten minutes. It's the same with the Raptors. It's like the first, last couple of minutes of the game. Yeah, we're like two points apart, so we kind of stop service to actually watch, and then. Everyone at the same time, obviously, as soon as we've lost, want their bills. <laughs> but they're also not aware that, like, each server has, like, ten tables who want the bill at the same yeah, time. Tough. So they're then, like, they're mad because they lost, they're drunk, <laughs> and they want the bills. They're like, why am I waiting so long for the bills? Because it's not physically impo- It's physically impossible to get to all of you at the same time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it sucked. Um, and especially for, like, my line of work... It would have been a few more decent shifts if we were in the. I don't in the. I don't even pretend to be an actual sports fan, but I'm totally a city bandwagoner. I support sure. bandwagoner. I support the city I'm from, and no matter what it is, and of course, if they're doing good, and especially coming off the high of last year, I, Toronto never wins anything. Leafs, Jays, it's very rare. So when the the Raps won last year, it was a huge thing in this yeah. city for years. I lived here my entire life, and it was like the first time we all came together for a win, and it was crazy. So you you wanted to see it happen again. All I can say is, again, I don't know much about sports and know what's really going on. I'm not an expert. I watch the fake stuff. But all I know is, Kawhi Leonard, you you left us. <laughs> you left us to choke. Just saying. What happened to Kawhi? Kawhi, I really wanted that Kawhi jersey. I don't think so. I, want, I don't think I want that anymore. <laughs> Get a Lowry. Get a Kyle jersey. <laughs> Carter. Uh, so, yeah, it's been an interesting week. Like, we we, we had the Raps lose, and it's like, it, it brings people together. Obviously, in a pandemic, you're not supposed to be bringing people together, but we brought people together at a distance, and now 
the rap's lost and we're done. So the city's like, we're in this frantic stage again. Like, what do we do now? What do we support? What do well, we... I think the Jays are making the playoffs. <laughs> but it's... I, I don't know. Baseball's only exciting when you go to it. Yeah. To be fair, the playoffs, like, I'll get into the playoffs. Sure. It's been a while since yeah. we've done that. But um, still, it's it's not. Empty yeah. arena baseball doesn't sound the most exciting. And I know, like, real sports fans are out here being like, yeah, I'm happy my sports are back. Crowd or no crowd and all this stuff. So I'm like, cool, play, you know, play if you can. And, and as long as it's safe and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. The world is in a weird. 2020 is wild. The bingo card of 2020 has gone way out the window when Carol Baskin showed up on Dancing with the Stars. So. Hey, <laughs> I thought she did an okay job. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, like my mum watches those shows, Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. There have been a lot worse than Carol Baskin. She was in time. Oh. She showed the eye of the tiger. Yeah. Um, she kills her husband. She kills her husband. She. She wasn't terrible. I was expecting far worse. I mean, she's honest. a terrible person, but. <laughs> 2020 is fucking insane, and it just keeps getting. The hits keep on coming. Oh, they do. Yeah. It's just. Wild. I saw something the other day, which was like. Was a it a thing. pumpkin spice face mask? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was like when uh, 2020 goes from, like, on the 31st, from 2359 hours. 2360 hours oh. and just the year keeps going it's like no no just let it end yeah uh let's you know wherever you wherever you may be hope you're you're safe and and okay and i don't know not going crazy from boredom of not being able to do things we used to isn't it i have a weird thing where i'm watching like a tv show or a movie i mentioned i'm watching a lot of horror movies lately but you watch the movie like the other day, this is, I might sound crazy here, but correct, tell me I'm not crazy. I'm watching The Exorcist, right? Okay. And they go, fuck, my daughter's, uh, got a demon in her. Better call an exorcist. So they like show the clip where they're going to find the exorcist. And I'm like, guys, in my head, I go, guys, you can't go find an exorcist. There's a pandemic. Oh, wait, this, okay, no, wait, okay, sorry. Is that, I'm watching The Sopranos and Tony Soprano's like, I gotta go to the club to, to sort this deal out. And in my head, I go, Tony, you can't go to the club because oh, it's, it's a pet. Oh, wait. It's, it's happening all the time. Isn't that weird? I suddenly see someone come into a room and give people hugs and high fives. I'm like, Ugh. you can't do that. Oh, wait. It's a show that came out 20 years ago. Hey, have you watched the, um, have you rewatched the Naito Kenny match yet for our G1 2000? Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole first five minutes of the match is them just spitting at yeah, each true. other. And you're like, oh. You're like, guys, guys this is, come Oh, on. wait, this is from 2016. It's weird. It's like this weird mental thing. Anything I'm watching, I can't. Oh, I, I'm completely. Yeah, okay. Mad. I think I'm crazy sometimes. I'm like, why am I thinking like this? It's so strange. I literally watched Night of the Living Dead. And it starts off in a graveyard. And I'm like, oh, you can't do funerals anymore. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's, it's from 60. Ah, what? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I've, I've been going insane watching things because this pandemic, this whatever you want to call it, uh, definitely affects you like in different ways you wouldn't think it affects you, like mentally, I guess. Yeah. Cause you, for obviously you're, you can be scared and there's anxiety and everything from, from, you know, an infection, a disease, but then, there's it's other things that it affects you. Why are you Googling Oh I'm just Carol someone, Baskin dancing no, with the stars? Someone in the YouTube room was like, Who was that uh <laughs> who was that guy in the UK who dragged around his partner partner like a sack of potatoes? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's John Sargent. So I've just found the video and I've posted it. Yeah, there we go. John Sargent. Oh, I don't know who John Sargent is. Look, what <laughs> but he's just dragging a woman. Better than Carol Baskin, though, I would say. No, no. Carol Carol was better. <laughs> Need some sardine oil. Come on. You, you know she practices in with her, her man right now. 
Her new man, the one she didn't kill. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, that one. You know she practices with those tigers. <laughs> She's practicing with those tigers. That sardine oil. Uh, there's so many things going on in the world, but of course, you know, something that never stops and always constant in the world we live in, and that is professional wrestling, sports entertainment, WWE, Rage Against the Machine. It's NXT. And that's what we are here to talk about. NXT from Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. We start off with a whole lot. Look, things have been up and down in the world of NXT. We had a new champion. He then had to relinquish the title. We had a four-way one-hour match that didn't have a cha- that didn't have a result. Then we had a match where Finn Balor is our new NXT champion. And I mentioned there is going to be a takeover Sunday, October the fourth. And obviously, Finn Balor is looking to have a a title match, a contender to challenge him, and that is going to be addressed later on tonight. But something that happened last week was the odd couple pairing of Shotzi Blackheart and Io Shirai coming face to face, kind of saving each other there with that angle with Aaliyah, Robert Stonebrand, thus creating the match that starts off the show tonight, which is a non-title match. Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai to start off NXT here tonight. Last week, Io Shirai said, I'm going to hurt you. And I made a joke that Io, that Io Shirai saying I'm going to hurt you probably doesn't really scare Shotzi Blackheart because she's covered in tattoos. She looks like she likes pain. I said that. I made that joke. And Shotzi Blackheart on her Twitter last night and Instagram, did you see this video? Cutting a promo. They did not air it here tonight, but I thought they should have made it an insert promo where Shotzi says, Io, you want to hurt me? Don't you know? I like pain. And then decides to staple the word hurt to her chest. Oh. There was a lot of critique when Shotzi did a, a, th- a video online where she had a cigarette or a cigar and then she burned it into her thing, but right. it wasn't really lit. So people were like, that's lame. So this is her being like, okay, I have to really step it up here and staple something to right. myself. So a lot of people were like, hey, that's pretty She's cool. clearly going, I see you, Darby Allen. <laughs> Darby? I can jump off things. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So Shotzi says, you can't hurt me because I invite pain. And that's what's happening here tonight. The match starts off. Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai, the NXT women's champion. If you ask me, this is a dream match. This is, you know, the immovable object meets (laughs) the... (laughs) What is it? (laughs) This is what this is to me. This is... You you watch this sitting next to me. And I was shouting the whole match. This is my takeover match. In fact, I think this should be a rematch at the upcoming takeover, but I digress. Shotzi starts off getting some offense and does her classic howls because she thinks she's a teen wolf. Io Shirai then gets some offense in and does a series of backflips, her classic like standoff there. So they're kind of staring at each other like, all right, I see you. I see you. Uh, on commentary, Wade Barrett says that Shotzi is someone who is detached from reality thus making her very scary and very dangerous in a ring because, like she's said, she doesn't care about getting hurt. So that can obviously, in a character kayfabe-wise, like, I don't care about getting hurt, thus I don't, I'm going to do anything. I'm not worried about yeah. myself getting hurt when I'm trying to hurt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and quickly, it should be said, Wade Barrett has now officially signed to yes. WWE NXT, and he is our, our new official, mm. our guy here, the voice. And I think he fits in. Really well. Uh, so this this match continues on, and there's a series of back and forth. Shotzi goes for a series of flips, and there's like uh, some pinfall attempts from both women back and forth. Uh, Shotzi has her in some sort of like abdominal stretch, but 
Io finally gets out of it. Io gets Shotzi on the outside and hits a moonsault to the outside onto Shotzi. They go to break, but during picture in picture, Io is now working the arm and gets an abdominal stretch on Shotzi. But when we come back, it's Shotzi who hits the, the reverse sling blade or the bulldog. Uh, there's a crazy exchange of strikes and then a cross face from Io. Shotzi gets to the ropes. There's the 619, but it's missed and then just walks right into an enzigiri and then the switchblade kick and then the cannonball into the ropes just like you know eo sets you up for the 619 when you're draped into the ropes well shotzi has the move when you're draped in the same position with a cannonball so she hits that and then shotzi hits a picture perfect tiger suplex for a two count clearly big fan of daniel bryan and triple h from oh, yeah. uh, that one <laughs> it was That's awesome <laughs> uh, and then not only a tiger suplex when eo breaks it for a two Shotzi then maneuvers this into cattle mutilation, but Io gets out of that eventually. But just awesome back and forth. There's a huge flapjack and then the tiger faint kick. 619 from Io. Shotzi goes for a super Rana off the top. Avalanche Hurricane Rana, but it's only a two count here. There's back and forth pinning attempts. There's an attempt of a code red on the apron, which made me shake my head like, please don't do this yeah. spot. Please, Shotzi, don't do this to EO. But EO counters it, and EO hits a bridging German suplex on the apron. Ouch. Somehow, Shotzi still is in this match, gets hit with the knees in the corner, the bullet train from EO who then hits the moonsault. And Io is usually on the money, but this is more of like Io's legs coming down onto Shotzi. It's like Beth kind of sells it as the the shins to like the chest or the face. I think this would hurt way more. Yeah, I don't know. Landing your like torso on someone. Yeah, I wasn't even mad. I'm like, that looks like it still hurts. I thought when she set up for it, it's like, well, Shotzi is quite far away. And you know... Like, Eo's moonsault isn't, like, a floating one, like a Charlotte or whatever. It's yeah. very, like, it's full of velocity yeah, and just yeah. sharp. Um, but, yeah, I think this would hurt Ouch. way more, having your shins just, like, crash down on someone. Uh, looks great. And Eo Shirai, the women's champ, pins Shotzi Blackheart. After the match, Shotzi is, is laying there, kind of injured. But Eo helps her up. They hug it out. They stand tall. And it's, like, real recognizes real. Like, she's like, hey, Shotzi, I pinned you. But you put up a good effort. You put up a, more of a fight than I thought you would. And that's what Wade Barrett, who I think it was only a few weeks ago, who's like, oh, I don't like the weirdos in this industry. And this week he's like, look, she's a weirdo and I, I don't like weirdos, but she showed herself and now she's a star. Wade Barrett was super making, getting Shotzi super over here. I think this was a really great opener. Uh, this was my show. match of the night. This was a really good match. Um, I disagree with you i don't think this should be the takeover match because i don't think this is really a strong enough story and i would much rather see shotzi kind of build herself up and try and take down like a a heel rhea ripley as champion or or something like that Mm. you know yeah um i think that would be a much better story because i think i think shotzi's a star i think she's such a likable baby face um and i really want to like enjoy her chase I don't think the chase should be against EO. Mm. Um, but as you mentioned, we are having a a battle royal next week to determine the number one contender for the women's championship. And I I really don't know who I'm looking at. Yeah, this. they announced that right after this match. Yeah. It's like all the, the women, the whole women's roster essentially is in this this battle royal and the winner gets to face EO at TakeOver. And Shotzi is in the battle royal, but it's like... Okay, out of, and it lines them all up, and you're like, oh, we have some great talent here, mm. but you're like, kind of like, there's not really any a takeover talent. Yeah, it's like, story. ooh, we had that Dakota 
thing and then it fizzled out. It's like, you know, EO is this hot star right now with the championship, but Batman always needs, a, you know, a villain to, to have a mm. hot episode, a hot comic. And it's like, okay, well, who's EO's next thing? That's why I kind of wish Shotzi won here and then it sets up for the title match. That's what I thought. But I, I, things that happen later in this show kind of show me that it's going a different direction, yeah. which I'm also okay with. But I will say this was my, this was my match of the night. I, I definitely, I feel like it's two weeks in a row where they start with the hot, oh, they're, they're taking notes from AEW. Yeah. They uh, really are. They, they started the show with a hot NXT title match. Was it last week with Finn and Cole? And they started with a hot women's match here tonight. I, I actually really love this. This, I knew going in, I, I, I know you, you hear me talk about how I think Io Shirai gets me high because she does. She's, she's one of my favorite wrestlers, men, women, like she's just fantastic. But Shotzi, rocks me and i think this this was this was a highlight wade barrett like kind of said it best he's like uh she kind of showed that she belongs in this picture like she, oh, out of 100 i kind of like as i enjoyed dakota kai versus io shirai at the last takeover i kind of have the same amount of love for this match that happened on a tv yep. you know so i feel like shotzi i've said it shotzi is definitely a future champion future WWE women's champion down the line because she just has everything that knocks all the boxes like she has a great look great character great wrestling I, I love this this was my highlight I was done I, I think last week after the title match I was like oh I'm done I'm smitten I can go out with that same with this here this was a dream match and I need to see see more of these two down the line but it was a nice like EO kind of after like helping her up being like hey you go kid yeah you got some future in you you do you Shotzi. So next women, next week is the women's battle royal, and the winner faces EO. So it's it'll be interesting to kind of see who is who will be in that. But we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Up next, the return of the Psycho Killer. We saw him in the hour long Iron Man match. He was not one of the winners. So what is he doing now? He's just floating around. Being mean. <laughs> just, yeah, he's being, being kind mean. of a dick. Yeah. Uh, he's taking on Desmond Troy. Who, uh, formerly known as what? Desjardins? Denzel Desjardins, yeah. Desjardins Insurance. Uh, Des Desmond Troy is trying to get some offense here on Champa. Goes for like a drop kick, gets a roll up at one point, but Champa gets out, rocks him with a knee, gets the guillotine like slingshot thing, but into the ropes. Not as, not as cool looking as the one under the ring. Cause this, like people have been doing this move for years, the slingshot to the, under the rope. It's not as yeah. Oh, not as menacing. It looks way better when he does yeah, it under the. I was kind of like, apron, okay, yeah. well, that didn't look like it really hurt. He hits the Willow's Bell and Champa pins Troy just like that, cleaning him, waxing him. He goes to grab a chair, but he is interrupted as Jake Atlas comes out on the ramp with a microphone and says, "Hey, Champa, remember me? I could have jumped you, but I'm not a coward. So next week." It's my turn to eat, and I will show you how dangerous I can be. So Jake Atlas was taken out by Champa, and he's coming out here being like, I could attack you and beat you up, but I instead just challenge you to an official match. So Champa doesn't beat up Dejanai. He's like, all right, yeah, cool, yeah, fine, cool, I'll fight you next week. Uh, I kind of like this. Uh, Champa obviously is just floating around, as I feel NXT is kind of floating around. So it gives some progression to a character. The character is he was a good guy. He came came back, and now he's a dick, and someone's calling him out on his bullshit. It's, so yeah, it's just weird because this, like, his initial heel turn was like molten reaction from the crowd. It like propelled. 
like the Gargano Champa feud into yeah. the main event. So much so that they had to quickly take the title off of Black to like strap it onto this. Yeah. And now it's he did the like mega heel run and then he turned and was a really hot baby face. And now he's back and he's retreading the heel thing, but mixing it up with mm. Denzel Dejeuner and Jake Atlas. And no offense to them, but it's you've taken a big step back. Ever since that lost to Cross, where he just lost and nothing happened. Yeah, it's it was just, just really it's weird. weird watching this guy still on this brand, I think. I think so too. I think so too. And, and, and you know, we, we love Champa. We've praised him in the yeah. past on all the takeovers, like you just mentioned. He was one of the greatest heels in the history of wrestling, in my opinion. That story with mm. Gargano, one of the top in wrestling. And it's just weird now because it's like, what are we doing? They don't, it's like, I mean, we don't want to move them, but we don't want to not. And there's a tease later of what the next feud is going to be. Yes. And it sounds fantastic. But also, I just see. I see Champa now in that position that Jericho was before he left WWE, where he's solely there as a name who is like, oh, this is the former champion. This is the NXT guy. That will just lose to everyone you're mm. trying to make. That's kind of where I see him now. Which is unfortunate, because yeah. considering where he's come from before getting to that position mm. he was in, like I-, I have faith that he'll make it again down the line somewhere, and he'll be, again, a champion successful. He he just has it in him. like He does. But just... Right now, you know, and honestly, like, maybe that's okay. He doesn't need to be the guy right now. No. Get, get, it's fine with these these characters. He's going to get Jake Atlas over. Yeah. I think, definitely. Uh, but I agree. It's kind of like, uh, okay, well, do I care really? It's like, it's a BC level story yes. right now. And it's just kind of sad considering what we've seen him do has been some great stuff. Including a guy who didn't have a job, but now he's got a job and he's going to do the job. Maybe. Drake Maverick. He's got a match tonight, a tag team match, but I don't think his tag team partner knows. I don't know if you've noticed, but Drake Maverick on Twitter this whole week has been sharing how he's been trying to DM and get a hold of Big Damo, Killian Dane, Dane. but he's he's getting R-bombed. You know R-bombs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know all back in the day. We both know. (laughs) We're wrestling fans. We've all been R-bombed in our lives. It's when they they read the the message. Leave you on red. But they leave you on red. So Drake Maverick is interviewed here walking into the arena, and he says, yeah, tonight I have a match with uh, Undisputed Arab, and I haven't heard from my my partner. In fact, uh, he punched me in the face last week. Hey, do you have his number? Uh, Never mind. Uh, Cool. Just, uh, or just weird. Uh, I, I, it's funny, but it, where it goes, I'm kind of like. Uh, oh, I'm I'm not a fan of this. Yeah, that's yeah, all. yeah. I'm, we'll talk more in detail about it later. But yeah, this this I'm not a fan of. Video package for the new NXT champion Finn Balor. He says, "How is NXT different four years ago? I built the brand, and now I built the brand again. I carry the brand. I am." The brand. The future isn't the brand. I'm the brand. I don't need the brand. The brand needs me. He's just going off about the brand. He's like Pat McAfee. He says, it doesn't matter what country, doesn't matter what night. I've been fighting for 20 years and I'll keep fighting. I am the star. Face to face, fight me. There is a cue. I'm the champion. And I know everyone wants to, everyone wants a shot at me. So I'll say this. Look both ways before you cross the prince. So he doesn't know who his challenger is at TakeOver, but he says, don't cross me. Yeah. Because I'll fuck you up. Uh, it was fine, but I think I w- would have rathered him come out. Like, you know how we usually have champ- a champion? He just won this. I I, felt I, like I've kinda... been, I feel like I've been praising NXT. Like, it, it's 
it's kind of won me over in the last couple of weeks. And now I feel we're building a, to a takeover with a random gauntlet match and a random battle royal to determine our two challenges. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, I just, well, we haven't like, gotten there yet. <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's just starting from scratch again, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm not, like, from now, I'm not too excited about TakeOver because I don't see those personal feuds really being built. Yeah, it's something... You mentioned a gauntlet match that hasn't been a- advertised. In fact, they didn't even mention TakeOver yet mm. at this point of the yeah. show. They ha- like they mentioned, hey, the winner of the Women's Battle Royal will get a shot at TakeOver. That's it. They didn't, like, cut to a an image, a graphic. We didn't get anything because they mm. don't even have a name for this TakeOver and it's in three weeks. But it's... Yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm very okay with Finn winning the title. The match was great yeah, last too. week. I'm just a little like you've been saying no one's ready for the prince. I watch me. Uh, the, uh, no one. Everyone watches me and the brand. And, and and now he's just saying the same thing. But it's like, dude, you're the champ. I don't. To be, to be fair, it's kind of like they were throwing a curveball with carrying uh, Cross yeah. being injured. Yeah. Like they they would have had plans, but it just seems a bit thrown together. Yeah. Like they don't know what they're doing yet. And we Not start. Yet. We got to start. And hopefully the Battle Royal is the start of it, but it's a Battle Royal. Or Gauntlet, it's, Gauntlet. We'll sorry, get to that. Yes, we'll get yeah. to, we, we haven't heard because it hasn't been announced True. yet. Okay. Even after this, they don't even tell us. It's later in the show. We go to Austin Theory all day. Uh, yeah, he's on TV again. So he comes out and he has a microphone. He says, let's make something clear. Theory is a future Hall of Famer. And last week, Bronson Reed... That was a fluke. So I'm putting out a challenge to anyone in the back to tell the world that you're grateful enough to step in the ring with Austin Theory. And before this guy can even finish, no music, but Kushida rushes to the ring, beelines it, runs into the ring, kicks Austin Theory in the head, a ref steps in, the bell rings, the match starts right away. Kushida beating up. He's just dancing over Austin Theory. Look, uh, say what you will about Austin Theory, but uh, ring-wise in the ring, he's a pretty good mm. dude. And then he steps in the ring with Kushida, and you go, oh, yeah, it's Kushida. Kushida is literally dancing on top of this guy. He's doing the classic windmill, out-wrestling him, just beating the hell out of him, working him down. Theory eventually lifts him up with a flapjack, stun-gunning him into the ropes here. Kushida's selling that. But then Kushida comes back with a handspring kick into the drop kick, and then the handspring, like, double kick thing that he does as well into the ropes, sending Austin Theory flying. There's then a spot where Theory on the outside goes to forearm Kushida, but he moves out of the way, thus forearming the post here. In the ring, Kushida locks in an arm breaker. Theory finally escapes from that, but he cannot escape the hoverboard lock. Great, Scott, this is heavy. Austin Theory taps out. I I love Kushida's new kind of edge to him. The yeah. fact his music didn't even hit. He no did, music? He didn't do his pose. He just comes out. Crazy. Um, Love it. Didn't Kushida take out Velveteen Dream the other week? And now oh my God. Theory. I didn't even think of that. Did we not say that Kushida's like like Charles Bronson? He's Death Wish. He's the vigilante. He's Batman. I mean, <laughs> you draw the conclusions yourself, but this is like not my NXT dream to theory. Kushida's yeah. like you're okay. you're tarnishing the NXT name, and we're cleaning uh, we're cleaning house here. Where's wow. Jordan Devlin? Oh my like, god! I didn't even think of that, but yeah, Kushida is his new gimmick is just not cleaning taking- house. <laughs> 
I'm for it. I'm for this character. He doesn't want a sloppy shop. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I, I kind of like this. Look. Uh, no, I, I do like this edge to Kushida here. Definitely. It, he needs it and he needs to start propelling himself into like a major feud. This guy still hasn't been on a takeover. Crazy. That is criminal. That's crazy. Yeah. Considering Pat McAfee has. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah. When someone comes to the ring when with When Austin no... Theory's been on WrestleMania <laughs> wow. in this time. Wow. Wow. PC WrestleMania. But WrestleMania and still Kushida counts. hasn't done a takeover. Like, come on. When you when a guy comes out to the ring with no music, you know, like, he's shit's going down. Mm. And I kind of dig it. I kind of dig. Kushida's theme just went up on their, like, YouTube and yep. music and stuff today. Along with Pat McAfee's. And then he didn't come out to it. <laughs> <laughs> it played when he won. But, yeah, Pat McAfee's for the brand. That's yep. the name of the theme. It's nice. on. The brand. See? The brand. It's all about the brand. Uh, so, Kushida... Yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing where this kind of goes, but there's so many lost characters here. There's so many misfit toys in NXT, it yeah. feels like right now. Uh, but I'm kind of down with this new Kushida who doesn't give a fuck. He's like the honey badger. He just doesn't give a shit. We have the Garganos. Don't worry. It's not dinner time at the Garganos, but it's the Garganos. It's a, a video. It's almost like Candace is holding the camera almost like uh, it. Anyways, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are in their guest room because they're still waiting for a new TV because his TV is broken from Tegan Knox last week, dodging that, that attack to the TV. Johnny says that he's going to, Johnny says that he's going to send Tegan the bill because she owes him money for breaking that TV last week. Uh, and says that tomorrow he's ordering a, are you ready for this? 100 inch 3D TV. Yes. Because they're the Garganos and they can afford it and they need a new TV so he can watch all his stuff. And he also says that he doesn't care about Crooked Tooth Thatcher versus <laughs> High Tech Slash. I think he called him. <laughs> no, he said uh, Toothless Thatcher and Bootleg Slash. Bootleg Slash, okay. Not High Tech Slash. <laughs> Not High Tech Slash. I don't know where you got that, but High Tech is because he's High Tech Johnny, because yeah. he's getting a new 100-inch 3D TV. Well, I've got to say, Johnny's jacket, I think he's dressing as the PS5, right? <laughs> the, his white one? <laughs> We've got it on our YouTube stream yeah, right yeah. now. Johnny Gargano's white jacket. White jacket is I think PS5. he's cosplaying the PS5. I hope so. Be great. Are you going to get one? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a PS3. It's used as a Blu-ray player. Right. So I can watch my Blu-rays on yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I play uh, N64. Oh, you yeah. should come out dressed as that. That'd be an N64. Yeah, that'd be the, the controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Johnny is upset at... Tegan Knox. And so is Candace. And Candace says, don't worry. I'm going to fix everything because I'm going to win the Battle Royal to become the number one contender for the Women's Championship. And then the true celebration of the Garganos, the power couple, will start on NXT. So Johnny's getting a new TV. And Candace is going to win the Battle Royal. Yes. Garganos are up on the rise. We go to the NXT Tag team titles. They're on the line. Breezango, the champions, come out with their fashion police entrance. They're once again the fashion police proving like, hey, we are the fashion police. They were made fun of by Imperium or Emporium. And that's who they're facing. Imperium versus Breezango. Tag titles 
on the long on the line here. Imperium say they're going to wipe the mat with these guys and bring back what is it like respect and honor to to wrestling because these guys are just a joke. And Fandango and Breeze sorry Breezango said they're going to be make them the punchline. Well, at the beginning of this match, it's Imperium beating down on Fandango. There's European uppercuts. There's belly-to-back suplexes. Uh, there's Fabian Eichner, who's hitting crazy suplexes and then taunting, standing tall with, with his earring. <laughs> who's got a better earring, Tony Schiavone or Fabian Eichner? Well, Tony Schiavone has two, so I think Tony Schiavone wins win. then. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, pff, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Fa- two better than one. Twice Fabian. I, I'm a fan of the Eichner. I'm a fan of the Eichner. Oh, but- Eichner's incredible. When he gets... When Marcel Bartel just tosses a guy to him and he catches him for the brain buster, yeah, like the strength is ridiculous. Uh, Fandango hits a boot, but Eichner comes back with this huge lariat, turning him inside out. There's then the double drop kick that Imperium does when the guy's hanging upside down. They go to commercial, but when they come back, it's Fandango who's trying to make a tag, but he's still getting beat down. He finally tags in Breeze, who comes in with a single leg crab. Shout out Lance Storm, his trainer. There's then tombstone like attempts back and forth counters after counters there's then eichner who hits the like uh was the fireman carry like senton move like the you can't escape essentially but then breeze comes back with the cheeky nando's kick the upside down super kick in the corner but bartel breaks up the count there's then counters and counters and double teams and the slingshot the the move that fandango used to use as their finisher is countered the slingshot elbow drop thing this is when eichner and bartel hit the the catch suplex brain buster thing. I still can't, I can't figure out how these guys do this move. Uh, but they get dumped to the outside. There's then, uh, like a double team, but then Fandango comes in. There's super kicks on both guys from Tyler Breeze. Fandango goes up for a leg drop off the top, but he misses it. There's then a kick by Bartel. Eichner's in with a German suplex for a two count, but Dango kicks out. There's then a tornado DDT by Fandango on Eichner. But it's only a two. There's then a double team spine buster PK combo. They go for the sweet, the, the street sweeper, the, the European uppercut powerbomb combo, but it's blocked. Reese hits a, like a, a Hurricane Rana, almost like a Frankensteiner type move and gets the upset victory, the pinfall here. Breeze Ango retaining the tag team titles. Yeah. So wasn't it, um, yeah, Breeze was up and Fandango kind of kicked to like assist into the Hurricane Yeah, and Rana, then he hits I think. the Rana yeah. and he, he gets the win there. But I, I really enjoyed this tag match. I think, um, yeah, I, I think these four guys work together really well. Um, and I think uh, Breezango have started to kind of earn a bit of more credit from people that are watching. I think they've been putting out consistently good mm-hmm. tag matches and have slowly started to shake off that stink of them being Brizango, <laughs> you know? Uh, but I, I found this thoroughly enjoyable. Um, Look, they're Imperium the- are, are so great to watch, but unfortunately the pandemic kind of fucked up their reign and they haven't really had mm. much to like bite their teeth into. Yeah. Um, if they still had like regular NXT and regular NXT UK, they might be a bit of a bigger deal. Um, but I, I put them in the same category as only Lorcan and Danny Birch, where they're, they're a couple of hands that you're really going to enjoy watching, but are they big enough to really carry a big story? And I don't think so. And I think the Breezango story is possibly actually a bit more interesting than their story. Oh, 100%. Uh, 
after that match, what was it? The the Undisputed Era versus is Worlds Collide. It was Imperium, yeah. which Walter and oh, the like the Eight Man, yeah. And then Wolf was injured, and That's then it right. was yeah. Imperium and and Walter versus the Fourth Era, essentially in yeah. that match. And that match was crazy, mm. considering what had transpired in that match. When you oh, go back yeah. and rewatch that match, that is like. Fucking contender, match well, of the year contender, almost. Wolf got taken out very early. Yeah, and it, it had time. That match had a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, like to almost it. forty minutes or and something. It seems to be Roddy who's always in those. Roddy's like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." And then Roddy just decides to to save the show. Yeah, like Roddy, yeah, Roddy was the show. But I remember Imperium. Like, oh, these guys are fantastic. Yeah, like They're they are incredible, good, incredible, so entertaining to watch. I agree with you. Like, think about it. They were on like kind of a. Not, I wouldn't say the hottest streak, but say this team were on an AEW where tag team wrestling is the main focus. I'd say they'd be having killer matches. Now, you know, there's just no other teams for them to kind of I, tie up with. I think once. uh once you can get Walter back, I think there is something interesting you could do with maybe put a Timothy Thatcher in NXT UK. Okay. And have these guys join up with Thatcher to take on Walter for the NXT UK title. Because hmm. we've watched that match from Progress of Thatcher versus Walter. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is something that could really help put eyes on the NXT UK brand. Um, <laughs> which you know which they advertised be, a lot tonight. They did. I guess we can did. talk about. But I think that's at the moment without Walter, there's these guys are kind of floating around, and even as champions, they were floating around. And I think may, maybe Walter would will help them out. I agree. Like Walter is still Walter, but he's he's on that UK. I guess he'll be on the UK show. He's probably the only guy you will recognize on that UK <laughs> show if you decide to watch it. Um, I'm probably going to check it out. We will be talking about maybe. a bit of it but i can't say i'm hyped for nxt uk oh, and i don't I don't, think, I don't know if i'll be watching it. i don't think anyone um will if be hyped people for tell it. me something to watch I'll, I'll watch takeovers if they announce takeover Definitely. but that that was kind of how i was before, before everything came out anyway. and now it's even yeah. yeah it's even worse uh but to kind of end off on this tag match look a lot of people love listening to us and then they cherry pick and hear what we say or just kind of hear the results and go okay that's what's happening in nxt and on paper Breezango doesn't make sense mm. but from watching the matches lately week to week they've, they've been great they've they, been they really they've been have. delivering yeah. to be honest uh, i really enjoyed this match as well and it i oh, i i kind of felt like a heel myself but low-key in the bottom of my stomach i was like i want imperium to win <laughs> i wanted them to win but then i was really happy when breeze angle won because i think there's more to tell with this story yeah. going forward and you said they kind of obviously they came out literally with the fashion police like entrance mm. but they've definitely when the match starts, they're wrestlers. They've kind of disassociated. They've they're not the care- comedy Even as their much. Gear is more just like wrestlers, kind of plain black. Yeah, they've yeah. got a little hint of like the kind of fashion. Well, they got a hint of gold, baby. But it's not the like tassels and the yeah boas and all that anymore. I mean, tassels and boas are pretty lit. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, so we go to our next match, which is also a tag team match. Titles aren't on the line though, but they talk about titles a lot. The women's titles, meaning possibly a WWE women's tag title run coming to NXT. But we start with Jesse Kamea. Is that right? Yeah. Jesse Kamea. And Zaya Lee, mm. the team of Jesse and Zaya, versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Yes. Yeah. And the commentary, Beth. Uh, Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett are like, oh, like, 
we have a women's tag match, meaning I, there's going to be a tag title match soon. I I'm like, what? I think mm. Casey Canzaro and Caden Carter are the only legit women's tag team in WWE right now. Well, Zia Lee still isn't a thing. It might, you might be one step closer. To we that. might be, but like Shayna and Nia are thrown together. Mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey have split up. Iconics have split up. I think this is the only women's tag team in WWE right now. Sorry, was I thinking of Zayalia? Zayalia. Oh, sorry. that's coming. Yeah, that's yeah. Coming. We're going to talk about that in a second. But yeah, women's tag match here. Uh, and they've kind of mentioned that, you know, the winner of this match might have some eyes on them for a potential mm-hmm. tag title match. And then I, this prompted me to turn to you and say, David, who are the women's tag team champions? And then you told me, who are they? It's Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Oh, yeah. That's great. Then I remembered why I watched this show. And not that other show. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that at the end of this match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jesse Kamea, Zia Lee versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. So there's some crazy offense from, I, I'm going to call them K and K, but I'm not sure if it's C and K or CK, Calvin Klein. I don't know what it is, but Casey with a K. Yeah, K and K is fine. K and K. So K and K are hitting some series of like double team moves onto Zaya and Jesse. Um, we have Zaya who's hitting uh, Carter with so many kicks, and uh, Jesse's in there trying to hit some moves as well. The size difference between Jesse, she's really tall compared to these. I other never three. realized yeah. she looked like the Undertaker in the ring. Here. Honestly, <laughs> like she was enormous. Did you just compare Jesse Kamea to the Undertaker? Yes. Oh wow! Because I want her to team with Tegan Knox and be the Sisters of Destruction. You can't, if you're listening to this on podcast, you just saw my face do that real, like, like you smelled something no, really she bad. she tall, right? Like, <laughs> what do you mean she was tall? She is she tall. She is tall, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's all these moves and there's double penalty kicks. There's Zaya who hits a series of kicks to Caden Carter. She's lighting her up. You know, I do love Zaya Lee's kicks. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, her Instagram is awesome too. There's then a quesadora into a super kick and then, uh, Kamea's in here. I, I kind of don't like Kamea. I've mentioned that before, but Kamea makes wrestling look fake. And I don't know how to say that without being a dick because I think she has greatly improved, Jesse Kamea. But there's a spot here where she has her hand up like, to the side of her head, like waiting to get kicked. And then she, like, she looks like Hulk Hogan. And then she gets kicked in the side of the head. You're like, yeah, I could tell that was going to happen because you were holding your hand up mm-hmm. for so long. Um, just looked really awkward. The finish is a crucifix pump kick combo, which then allows, like, it's Carter who does the crucifix part, but then leaves the, leaves Jesse there to be pinned. And then it's Casey who jumps over with a jackknife pin cover. And then they get the victory. Yeah. They get the pin here. Uh, Obviously, this match was designed to get over Carter and Catanzaro with this tag team that they've been doing. They've been really pushing these two as like they've become best friends and they're a tag team. And it's great. Uh, the match itself wasn't really much, but I thought the story of where we were going with it after the fact, it kind of makes it more interesting. I would say considering these are more like all four of these women have been in the kind of jobber role. Yeah, they've been in the enhancement talent role. You don't normally see any of these women pick up the wins. And they're kind of your performance center talent. Yeah. This is better than majority of AEW women's matches. Hands wow. down. Wow. This I match here. This match, and this this is match here be... alone, which was nothing to scream and shout about. And we do our AEW show and we're not, we're an NXT podcast. We're not AEW haters. We talk about it every Thursday 
AEW Dynamite. We love AEW, but the women's division there struggles. And mm. I think when you see these women who aren't there yet, but I thought they put on such a better show than majority of the women's wrestling in AEW. I, I'm not, I, look, I, you mentioned we do Up Next every Thursday, patreon.com slash Up Next, and we talk about AEW, and we are usually pretty high on AEW, aside from All Out, didn't mm. like that. But you know what? You're right. I hate the women's division in AEW. It's not good. It's not. And we can't dance around and pretend it's good, because it's not. It's really not. And when you watch it, you're like, oh, that's not good. This match, this was a tag team, and you know, NXT is supposed to be developmental, and this felt like developmental, because it's these tag team there they're all newer wrestlers greener wrestlers i guess you could say but they didn't stink the joint yeah they didn't they know that not at all not at all not even and and i've hated on jesse kamea in the past and no not not at all obviously i joked about her with the super kick spot but this yeah yeah you're kind of on to something and i want to go back to the they're kind of talking about potential like tag title shot Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing um i know you're not a big night like I, neither of us are Nia Jax fans. I know you're not a fan of Shayna. Is anyone? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know you're not a fan of Shayna Baszler. I personally quite enjoy Shayna Baszler, but I think if you're going to have two women to face them, I think Casey Cadenzaro and Caden Castro are a good choice. Yes, because you think Casey can just be thrown about by Nia. Nia doesn't need to do much. Just use she her power. Usually, yeah. Throw her about, and Casey can do some cool stuff. Shayna, I think, can work well with most people, and especially these being like lighter, more high flying. I think it could actually be a really entertaining match if uh, Shayna and Nia come to NXT against these two. And I, I kind of want to see it because I do want to see those tag titles move about more. And I'm exci- we've talked about that so many times. It's not happened once. Once I think like maybe twice, twice, maybe yeah. Um, but I, I'd like to see this tag team stick as a tag team. And yeah, why not bring Nia and Shayna? No, please, God, no. Please stop saying that right now. I don't want to see that at all. Can we have different champions and they can come? <laughs> but are the Iconics still together? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, what about... Uh, no, no, nope. All right. No, yeah, okay. Two. Yeah, great. Two. All right, great. Uh, after this match, Zia Lee and Jesse, they lost. And Jesse kind of tries to like talk to Zaya about what's going on. You know, we lost this match. Oh, it sucks. And Zia Lee is like, fuck off. And Zia Lee kind of being a little heelish. Walks off to the back. So. You're going to get what we've been waiting for. I mean. Zaya Leah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where we're going. Zaya Leah. Mercedes Martinez has left in between episodes. We haven't mentioned this. But after last week's NXT, Mercedes Martinez left the Robert Stone brand. Right. Um, to join Retribution, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, Apparently we're in Re- Retribution too. We're Retribution. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, we are. Um. But I, I kind of hope we're, we're seeing Zia Leah. Okay. I'm totally down for so Zia Leah. So when we say Zia Leah, meaning David, one, you once said that you want to see Zia Leah and Aaliyah, who were the famous ri- grudge rivalry. Rivalry of the last two years. Join forces as yeah. a tag team. And you know what? You might be onto something. Maybe Zia Leah was like, hey, Wade Barrett's got a job. because exactly. Because Robert Stone, I don't know if you saw Wade Barrett tweet, yeah. that Robert Stone was the one who helped him get his contract. So maybe Zia Lee's like, fuck it. Maybe I'll join Robert Stone Brand and I'll go for, further into my career. So Zia Leah, tag team, you didn't know you needed. Like, Coming I, soon. I, I think it would be best for a lot of these women. I think it would be great for Aaliyah and Zia Lee to, as I said, we need proper tag teams. You look, you have 
like when the Street Profits moved up, they're a real, they're like a proper tag team that are moving up. And I find that way more interesting than just throwing people together. So if we can have a Zyalia, uh, Casey and Caden. <laughs> you really want Zyalia. In, in NXT and build them as a tag team for a while, that when you move them to the main roster, they are a proper tag team with yeah. like Caden and Casey had matching gear here and everything. They mm-hmm. feel like a tag team now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to see that more because I want tag team wrestling, especially in the women's division, to build up because it gives so many more people opportunities. And I think tag wrestling, when done well, is so much fun to watch. Uh, I agree. And I'm ca- thinking back, like the women's tag titles were teased to come to NXT so many times and yeah. only come came here a few times. And it's it's interesting that it continues to do that because that's what commentary was totally trying to get that over with. Hey, the titles could be, you know. Put on the line against these two jobbers yeah. is essentially what they were saying. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, but I'm interested in seeing with the Zia Lee storyline where that goes. Will she join Robert Stone? We have Drake Maverick backstage. He, fi- he, he finally found Killian Dane. He's like, hey, I've been looking for you, Damo. I'm looking for your friend. And Dane says, I'm not your friend. Pal, not your bud. I'm not your pal. I ain't your pal, buddy. I ain't, I your, ain't your buddy guy. I ain't your buddy guy. He says we have a tag team match tonight. I've been trying to get a hold of you. Uh, like, what's going on? And Dane says, "I don't care. You're on your own. Good luck." He told Drake Maverick to his face, "Sorry, pal. I'm not going to be doing this." Match I'm with you. a big Drake Maverick fan. I think he's a Great performer. I think since being in WWE, I never watched his TNA stuff, but since being in WWE, he's been handed a a hard deck of cards. <laughs> GM of 205 Live, uh, piss your pants with AOP. Being, How do you come back from that? Being fired, like 24-7 division. Um, Your wife on TV. The wife on TV. Yeah. And I think most of the time he's made... What's the saying? Chicken salad out of chicken shit? Yep. Like, he takes terrible things and just, like, owns it it and runs with it and does such a great job. And then the whole, like, being fired, winning his job back, uh, he was brilliant. But he looks like such an idiot in this feud. (laughs) This guy's knocked him out two weeks in a row and he still wants to tag with him. He's like, hey, you haven't answered my fault. The guy is like, fuck off. I'm not tagging with you. And he still trusts this guy. Come on, Drake. Yeah, you need to get with it. Come on, Drake. Your views are skewed, Drake. Uh, He says, okay, cool. And just walks off because he thinks Dane's still going to show up to the match. Just joshing with him. He's like, ah, you. Ah, You're so funny, you. Of course I'll be there, Drake. I know you'll be there. I know you'll show up. We go to commercial, but when we come back, we have Tegan Knox live on her Twitch stream. Oh, wait, they're not allowed to do that. (laughs) It looks like she's on Twitch. We have a better set than her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she was... Why was this the video that I she sent know. in? I don't know. I know we're in a pandemic. I know. G- General Manager William Regal has been sending in things from his house for the past six months. It's fine. I get it. We're in a fucking terrible situation. The whole world is. But Tegan, you're telling me this is the best set Tegan setup? is there anyway. Tegan, why was this the video that you sent in? Right away, from the visual, I go, I go, no, I'm not watching this. I don't care about this. You, That looks so silly. I should not see your outlets to, and your switches to your lights. That's what yeah, I. Let me hold this yeah, you better hold. You better cover it on YouTube Live. I just, I, I just didn't understand why this was the video 
that she chose to send in. But it's Tegan Knox, and she's making fun of Johnny Gargano. She says, what did she say to Johnny? Like, something about his TV? Um, yeah, she says, uh, well, the Candice I knew wouldn't let her, wouldn't listen to her, hus- her husband moaning about a $200 TV to watch himself lose every week. Oh. Um, so. Wait. So oh. saying that he's got a cheap TV that isn't as flashy as he's saying, but also pointing out, yo, Johnny Gargano, you don't win much. Neither does Tegan Knox. Fair. Um, so wait, a hundred square inch, what is it? A hundred inch TV for yeah. 200 bills? That sounds pretty good. We should no, move I mean, forward. that's like he's, my one is 50. So half the size he's getting. And that was like more than 200 bills. So. You mean two, two bill, a bill? Two bills, yeah. 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 So you're, Tegan, I don't think Tegan understands. Te- Tegan no, doesn't. She, she's mocking him. Yeah, yeah she's, she's saying like you had a shitty TV. I like, don't know. You, you think you're showing off. You think you're flexing, but it's all it's all talk. His TV looked pretty good until she, Candace threw something at it. Yeah. I mean, Tegan, maybe if you spent two hundred dollars on a better webcam, you'd have a better <laughs> video to send in. I just, I'm sorry. I know we were hard on the Gargano dinner with Tegan last week, so I rewatched it. Mm. I wish I hadn't. It's, right. It was terrible. It was so bad. Uh, I love Tegan Knox, but this ain't it. This ain't the character. I. This is bad. She's basically like on her webcam being like, Candace, I hate you. And uh, she says, this time is everything. EO, I lost to you, but the next chance I get, I won't lose. I'm going to win the battle royal. And I'm over it. As a fan watching, you're like, girl, you lost like time ago. You're an after afterthought. I don't know why this was a thing. I mean, I see this being a match at TakeOver. Tegan? No, it's Candice. No, Tegan and Candice. Tegan versus Candice. Yeah, yeah. So I don't see either winning next week. Or a triple threat with EO. Well, that's the only other thing, is whether you have both go over at the end and do the like double win elimination thing. But I see these two having a singles match, and I see either Rhea or maybe Reyna winning the Battle Royal. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think this is... We've got another takeover just coming up in November, which I think's the big one. I think this will be more throwaway, just give EO another win against someone big. I see it being Reyna, I think. You think Reyna's going to challenge yeah. EO? Yeah, you can continue the Dakota story. I think this is just a stopgap takeover. Wow. That's a... Interesting take. You think Reyna? Yeah. I think it's going to be Candice. But I think the triple threat makes the most sense. Because I think this story, like, Candice and Tegan is what they're building to more. Okay. And I see October 4th being too quick to just throw a title on this. And hmm. think we will be coming back with Survivor Series with War Games just Apparently, next month. Apparently, the, the YouTube the YouTube chat, and I love our YouTube chat room. They're telling us that there won't be another takeover until December sixth. Okay, is the next takeover. So no Still, War Games. It's not what two months after. I don't know. This seems really quick. This to seems really put quick. Put a title on Candice. It was Jesus. just yesterday I said to you, "Hey, Dave, is is there a takeover October? Because should I take work off? And I didn't. And then the announcement came out today. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to take work off. All right, cool. Okay, uh, so they won't be piggybacking off of Survivor Series. Series. Interesting. I mean, I mean they won't why, be this. Why, why bother, right? Like, there's no fans, so why bother? Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. We will see what happens with Tegan. She is also in the Battle Royal next week for the number one contender. Yeah, I could see Candice and EO. Sorry, Candice and Tegan both winning. And then there's some triple threat thing i that could be interesting and then eo makes work of both of them we go to the match we are all waiting for drake maverick and 
Killian Dane? Question mark. Versus Undisputed Era. And when I say Undisputed Era, I just mean Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish and no one else. Yes. Not even Kyle or Adam Cole could come ringside. They were too busy. But also, did did they need them? You're against just Drake Maverick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is definitely where... Th- this episode is pretty good up until this part. Uh, Drake Maverick comes down to the ring... Killian Dane's music hits, but he doesn't show up. So Drake Maverick realizes this is now a two-on-one match. Drake isn't giving up. He's hitting all the moves he can try to hit, but he runs into a huge boot from Roderick Strong. He fights back, though. Fish is on the attack. He hits a flying knee to him. Drop kick off the top rope. Uh, they cut to the back during this match, and it shows a bunch of wrestlers and talent and producers and all this stuff watching this match on a monitor, including Killian Dane, who's supposed to be in this match. It cuts back and Roddy is just hitting moves on Drake. He hits a Uranagi to Drake for a two count. They go to commercial break. When we come back, it shows the wrestlers in the back watching this tag match. William Regal approaches Killian Dane and says, hey, you're honestly going to let this happen to Drake Maverick? Go out there. So Killian Dane goes out there. He comes down to the ring. All right, Dad. Okay. He looks at Drake and he's like, "You're gonna lose. Take it like a man." And there's then he's well, he throws Drake back. Yeah, he throws him back. Throws him back to the wolves. And he's about to like walk off, but I think I could be wrong. Roderick Strong calls Killian Dane a fat dork. Yeah. And this enrages Killian Dane. You can call me fat, but I am not a dork. He's lost a lot of weight, this Killian Dane. He's not even scary anymore. (laughs) He's just hairy. (laughs) He's not even scary. He's just hairy. Uh, Killian Dane comes in. There's then like a, what is it, a chair shot. A DQ is, is called. It's chaos. And everyone like me and you groaned because this match will probably happen again next week. Killian Dane stops this, this whole Beat, up, beat down from Undisputed Era. And Drake gets to his feet and says, Oh, me and you, we're, we're a team, man. We won. We're, we're a team. We won the match. And then he gets punched in the face again. <laughs> yeah. like I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to do this odd couple tag team with Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. And to be honest, I don't. I don't hate the idea of having a new tag team. These guys aren't doing anything in singles, so why not have the big guy and the little guy and do it as an opposites thing? But I just feel, Drake, come on. This guy's punched yeah. him in the face he's, three times you're, now. You're a, you're a geek. You didn't, like, if Drake Maverick somehow stole the win with a roll-up or something like that, you could at least still have that thing with Dane, uh, Dane where he's like, oh, we actually got that win because of you but they only got the win because they got smacked with a steel chair um yeah i don't know this this didn't really work for me uh i see them being a team they they do and i i don't dislike the idea i just don't really like the execution of it i agree and i think it just makes dane look uh, sorry it uh Drake drake look really stupid this was really weird it made everyone look stupid actually because 
kayfabe wise undisputed era should have been out there with them regardless like they've always been out with the tag teams and like no i don't mind that they're telling that story and you, yeah you've seen, you've seen them come out on their own a bunch i just i'm they've just been, like there've been uh, loads of tag title matches when they've all been heels where the others haven't been there i just didn't like i didn't i, I know we're gonna go down the alley of drake and dane who could potentially challenge fandango you know what i mean yeah. like there's a tag team there and i'm not like i agree with you i'm not mad at that i'm just mad at like what this oh, was. Oh, the execution yeah, is really cool, lame. It makes, it makes Drake look really fucking Yeah, stupid. lame. Just really lame. Geek. Uh, we go to, are you ready? The full sale parking lot. That's where all the crazy shit happens. We see Jake, Ma- uh, sorry, Jake Atlas, not Jake Maverick. Jake, that would be their tag team name. Jake Maverick. Jake Maverick. <laughs> uh, we see Jake Atlas and he kind of approaches uh, is it Champa here? I think yeah. he approaches and he says, Hey, uh, it was a bold move, but you know, last time I was excited after what he did. So there, there's some sort of, of a brawl here. You want to eat at my table, boy? And Champa knees him in the head and there's pipes flying everywhere. It's chaos. And Kyle O'Reilly steps in and says, Hey, it's a fucking parking lot. What are you doing here? Yeah. Stop this. Not Don't here. Don't you know where you are? Don't you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby, which would be the full sale parking lot. Uh, not here. Save it. Champo is disappears and Jake Atlas is kind of getting to his feet after getting beat up here. And he says, hey, are you good? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, good. So get up. You're all right then. Kyle O'Reilly, barely on the show, steals the show. This was fantastic. So <laughs> it, it's not like... Kyle is suddenly a super baby face, but he's starting to have a bit more like morals to him. Mm. But he's still that he's still that dick of a jock, right? So that's what I loved here. He was he saved Jake, Jake Atlas from the bully, but then is still kind of a bully himself and still like, you're a fucking nerd. I'm just <laughs> don't want to see you get beat up. It's kind of what he did, which I thought was fantastic. Um I love the idea of uh, Kyle O'Reilly singles run and it looks like his first big match will be against Champa. Um, yeah. I think that's great. As I said earlier, I feel this is just using Champa as like a stepping stone to propel whoever he's facing up the card. And in this case, it's Kyle O'Reilly. I'm not completely mad about that because I think we're going to get a really good match and takeover. Champa yeah. versus Kyle. Yeah. We're building Kyle O'Reilly up now, which is great. And I'm, I'm interested in this um, Undisputed Era thing. I think we've, well, personally, I've been a bit back and forth with the whole elite breakup story because... I was just about to bring that up. And some weeks I'm enjoying it and I like how, like, kind of deep and complicated it is. Other weeks I'm going, oh, it's a bit too complicated. Yeah. Whereas here, these are the early seeds and all it is is subtle things like people not being ringside with others when maybe... Usually you would expect them to. Yeah. Um, or in the or match themselves. Adam Cole shaking hands with a baby face who just beat him or too sweeting. Yeah. Uh, Kyle sticking up for the, the bullied baby face. It's little things like that, which for the first seeds of this potential breakup, I, I really like. It, it really reminds me of the hangman story where it's like he, he's, on his own island, but still in this like group. Well, he was. The story yeah. obviously is is moved in on dynamite AEW, but, but it's c- subtle. It's, right yeah, now. it's subtle. Also, he just looks like a star now. 
the way he looks is different. Yeah. He just looks different. Cool Kyle. I'm for it. Kyle for NXT champion. We've been saying it. Is I, it distance makes the heart grow fonder? And like, he has been away for a while. Like, he's gone away. Yeah. yeah so yeah. What, is it not distance? What is it? Time? Like? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I know all this. Trust me. Distance. What is it? No, it's not distance. It's going to, it's going to drive me crazy now. What is it? Absence. 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 Yeah. Absinthe? Yeah. Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. Speaking of uh, absinthe, it's William Regal. He's in his house. He's got a better webcam and setup than We needed that on a shirt. Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. It really does. I've had some. We'll have it at a cafe bar. It's something we can sell. Have you ever had it? I mean, you've been all I've over Europe. Absinthe. Yeah, you probably had more oh, than me. Uh, awesome absinthe bar in there. There were a few in Germany. I went to. Yeah. It's really nice. But there's a cool one in um, in New Orleans. Okay, Ooh, really nice, nice. bourbon. Uh, like uh, on Bourbon Street, really nice. One. I was gonna say the best. And I had like a yeah. like an egg white absinthe sour thing. Oh, really good. I, the best absence I have is absinthe I've had is from like Europe. Like I, someone brought a bottle. I'm not a fan of absinthe, but it's one of those things like if it's there, you kind of got to try it. Like shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like having Killian like Dane's partner. <laughs> uh, William Regal is in his house with his webcam. He says the past few weeks of NXT. I don't know why. He was on. He was there. He so was you at, could literally be he was here. At full sale just a I second I get it. Ago. You don't want to go in and the pandemic. But he was stuff. at full sale. He told Killian Dane to get to the fucking ring. Oh my God. He was, he was there. Yeah. He was there. Why is he in his house? He why, left. Why didn't he just come to the ring? Did he record this earlier in the week? Wow. <laughs> That's fucked. I didn't even think of that. Maybe he went home and forgot he had to make it. He totally went home. He totally he's like, went. All oh, right, okay. He's like, Dane, get in the Can match. Make a graphic quick, <laughs> and then runs home. Like, what? What is he doing? He's, he had to make AEW. He wanted to see the end. He really wanted to see that parking lot match. So he's oh, yeah. like, I gotta go home. I need ideas. <laughs> <laughs> parking lot match. These motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, William Regal says the past few weeks of NXT have been awesome, and that they have now crowned the champion Finn Balor. He says, mm. but we need. A number one contender. So, next week will be the debut of a brand new match. Five deserving competitors in a gauntlet elimination match. Did we create this yeah, on we 2K19? Did. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did not mention that since the beginning of the pandemic, we have created in 2K19 the BDE Championship and Hangman Page. I mean, we champion. have mentioned this. I know we have, but... Your oh. Dominic Dijakovic has now dethroned my hangman for yes. the BD title. It's it's huge. We're thinking of doing some Twitch. So yeah, I tried out Twitch earlier in the week, just yeah. randomly, and um, Minoru Suzuki is now number one contender for the what NX, uh, for the BDE championship. Oh my god, my hangman went through like six months of undefeated title reign and lost it instantly. So two K is wild. It's kind of like his tag reign. Wow. Just lost the titles. Yeah. Maybe he's been drinking too much in my 2K19. Maybe it's because I'm drinking too much when we play, and it's hard to kick out when you're lit. I mean, I think for, I think I won it sober, right? <laughs> Is that why you yeah, won? It was you motherfucker. Why I, won. <laughs> I had that performance-enhancing drug of nothing. Oh my god! Water. <laughs> Special sauce. Variety. <laughs> William Regal says there's going to be a gauntlet match. Two men start, and then every four minutes, another man will enter, and the the match will go until there's a one man remaining 
pinfall or submission, last man standing, and the winner of the gauntlet will face Finn at TakeOver. It's an elimination chamber without but a fucking we chamber. We can't fit the chamber in full sail, right? It's an elimination match. Gauntlet yeah, match. it'd be fun. I'm that sounds great. This. Look, I'm making fun of it, but it sounds like it could be fun. Who do you see being the, the five men? Cool this? Kyle. Okay. You see that already? Uh, probably not. Uh, they had video graphics of some guys, but they showed way more than five guys. They, they showed, did. uh, they showed like priest. They, sorry, they showed, uh, Ridge Holland, who hasn't been shown Ridge up. Ridge Holland, since. they showed Bronson Reed, they showed Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes! Didn't Cameron they, Grimes should be the number one I contender. They showed Gargano. Kayfabe wise, Cameron Grimes beat Finn Balor, who's now the champion. Cameron Grimes definitely has a gripe. So, he should be We're coming to the end of the year, and I don't know if you remember, but a certain person signed a contract for a couple of matches a year. Well, who was that? I think Goldberg should be the last person out. <laughs> in the elimination yeah, gauntlet He match. should be the last person in the gauntlet. In NXT. Yeah. Yeah. You, Win it. Will you try to put Goldberg in an NXT title match in 2K, but that's as far as Goldberg's coming to the <laughs> NXT title, I think. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I think this would be cool. Yeah, look, they did not tell us who's in this match as of recording right now. We don't know, but it sounds like it's interesting. Five different guys. The winner gets to face Balor at the takeover. And yeah, it could be really good. So I, I have faith. It's a brand new match. Says so Regal. yeah, who would your five be? If Grimes. Grimes. Uh, Bronson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you should be putting former content, like, you should have Champa and Gargano. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe, okay. Rich Holland, obviously. Champa, Kyle, and you can really start that feud, because you could Well, it's have... Jake and Champa next week, so it can't be Champa. Is this match next week? I think so, yeah. Okay, right. So, hmm. yeah, uh, I don't know. Cameron Grimes. Doesn't matter who else is in the match because yeah, he's winning the match. Grimes. Grimes they don't, you know, they don't have a, a a name or gimmick for this takeover. So takeover the moon. Takeover the moon. Yeah, That's I love it. it. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, we go to our main event, which is not the NXT title, but the NXT North American Championship. The champion Damian Priest putting his title on the line against Timothy Thatcher. Priest is wearing some interesting gear. Yeah, this was, he wore white at TakeOver, but I think this was different. I don't know, I saw a bit too much of his legs. It was weird. <laughs> Coming from, we watch dudes in like underwear, but know, when a guy... It's the fact when you see yeah, like yeah. the middle part of like his if, legs. If Roman Reigns just came out with no vest, you'd be like, oh, that's weird. It's different. It's just, you're not used to it. You're like seeing his thighs, but not his calves. I don't know. It was strange. It was weird. It was strange. It was interesting. It was interesting. Mm. Interesting. That Damien Priest. That, what is it? Vampire? What was Slash ripoff? Yeah. I don't think Slash ever wore this. But. Not white, no. <laughs> uh, Priest versus Thatcher. North American title on the line. Um... Priest is pretty much in control early on. He hits a, a a shoulder block early on here and kind of starts selling that his his arm is kind of injured. They go back and forth. There's a series of strikes from both guys looking awesome. Thatcher has some crazy uppercuts, including a beautiful butterfly suplex. They go to commercial during picture in picture and Thatcher's just throwing around Priest. More suplex throws here. When they come back, there's body shots and strikes, and Timothy Thatcher decides to slap Damian Priest, which just enlightens him. He fires up, hits this lariat, turning Thatcher inside out. There's then the suplex toss into the Falcon Arrow for a two-count. 
There's then a pump kick, thus avoiding the Fujiwara armbar, which seems to be Thatcher is like, I'm going to put you in every submission move that I know. And that's the, the story of this. Um, there's then this like springboard tope that, that priest has been doing, but Thatcher scouts it. And if you remember Thatcher's school of Thatch can, his, uh, I don't know, his video lecture, mm-hmm. his movie class last week, he explained in the video, Hey, this guy tries to jump around. He jumps he a lot. He opens up his arms and like stuff like that. Yeah. He jumps around and he's a house of pain and he sucks and I'm going to dodge it. And that's exactly what he does here. He dodges this, keeps trying to drop him into now a single leg crab. He eventually gets Priest into this, just like Landstorm again. But Priest gets to the ropes. There's then the Fujiwara armbar attempt. But Priest hits like a, like a flatliner. Then the choke bomb, the sit out choke bomb, which they call South of Heaven. There's then a series of roundhouse kicks to escape the Fujiwara again. The Fujiwara keeps getting locked in. Priest keeps getting out of it. There's then this crazy, like top rope jumping, spinning heel kick from Priest, which then Priest hulks up, picks up Thatcher. Hits the reckoning, the roll of the dice, the crossroads, whatever you want to call it. Damian Priest pins Timothy Thatcher, retaining the North American title. I really enjoyed this match. I I really liked seeing, uh, especially the start of the match, watching Priest try to actually match Timothy Thatcher's Strikes, wrestling style. Wrestling, yeah, yeah. Um, and working a bit different than we're used to watching him. And I thought he really held his own. And then kind of sort of beckoned Thatcher more into playing his game and working his style, which ended up being Thatcher's downfall. Uh, I thought this was really, really good main event, actually. Um, just hard hitting. I really like both these guys. I think Timothy Thatcher was someone that I've enjoyed watching on the indies, but wasn't quite sure to see how he transitioned into a WWE. And I think they've actually done a really good job. And I know, though... Like his kind of school of Thatcher's Thatch can isn't everyone's cup of tea, like the lectures, but yeah. I think it's enough to get him personality across. And I'd much rather listen to this guy talk about wrestling, which is something he's clearly very knowledgeable about, rather than give him some corny jokes in promos in the ring, which just wouldn't work with this guy at all. So I think they've done a really good job and they've put him in enough solid matches against big like stars and main eventers where he looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damien Priest, I think his stock keeps going up. I, I'm really quite enjoying him as North American champion. Definitely. Look, when Damien Priest was punishment Martinez in ring of honor, he was in the same like spot. He kept getting pushed by ring of honor and ring of honor. Like purists were like, yo, fuck this guy. He's not what he's bigger than a lot of the ring of honor style wrestling. You know, he was just, a little different. He stood out because he was literally taller and, and bigger. And a lot of fans were like, ah, this Damien, sorry, this, this punishment Martinez guy. I don't know. But then he would like put on some bangers. Like he would have some crazy. I think I, we've saw him against Osprey. Which yeah. I've seen him fight some crazy dudes. And you're like, oh, actually that was pretty good. That's probably like my match of the day or whatever. And then you see him now in NXT and he's been this guy. You're kind of like, you kind of groan. You're like, oh, this Damien Priest guy. But then he's pulling out top rope spin heel kicks and shit. And you're like, yeah. hey, this is pretty, pretty fucking good. I thought they did a really good job as well. By they haven't really changed his character much since turning baby face. But it's, it's now he's the guy you kind of, you want to go to his parties. You'd want to be in his hot tubs. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this 
weird heel that's doing all these things. He's like, yeah, sure. Like, do you want to hop in? Join us. <laughs> and it, I think it makes the guy kind of weirdly relatable, even though he's like seven foot tall and a vampire. Like, you want to <laughs> hang out with this I guy. I love hanging out with vampires. You want to hang you out know with I this do. guy. And you know I love vampires. I think he's been putting on solid matches. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for, I'm assuming they're going to go to like that baby face priest versus Reed feud that they've been like yeah. slowly brewing. Take over. Which sounds fantastic. Um, I don't know with Thatcher, do you see him in this five way next week? Where do you go with him mm. from here? Is the he problem just... is he keeps losing. Thatcher, that's, the, yeah. that's the thing. He had that big win against Riddle and since he's been losing the big ones and like, I think, I think Thatcher's great, but are we eventually just going to see him in Raw Underground? I think yeah. I think he's someone that you could very easily ruin quite quickly. Uh, but I've enjoyed his work so far on the on NXT. Well, I actually really enjoyed this match. Uh, like I said, Priest is someone we kind of go, ah, it's Priest. He won the ladder match. We're like, ah, he deserves it. He was good. He's been good. But we're kind of like, ah. And he keeps putting on pretty good matches. I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was great. This was the main event. I did say... I. I I did enjoy EO versus Shotzi just a little bit more. That was like a dream match for me. I, I actually thought the show was really good. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a newsworthy show. If you ask me tomorrow what happened on NXT, not much I could tell you. But I would say go and check out EO versus Shotzi. Go and check out the tag match. Go and check out this main event. Yeah, There was really definitely. solid wrestling and the show seemed very wrestling heavy. And I'm never going to complain at wrestling in my wrestling shows i agree you know? i agree i thought this was an actual great nxt because it had what i wanted it had the wrestling we like i mentioned aw starts off with hot matches right mm-hmm. away they did that they keep doing that lately because they know it works and yeah i thought this was a great episode of nxt I, I i did like obviously we've announced our takeover we're not quite it's clear they're not quite sure the direction we're going so they're like hey we're going it's we're just nxt takeover. we're doing right this takeover woo and it's like just go along with it and Sure, I am going along with it, but this was a, this was a pretty fun episode of NXT. But you're right, like nothing really top news. Just do news. Takeover Thunderdome. Takeover Thunderdome. Why not? If you need to brand it, you got it. You got guess. it for another month. And Halloween bit. Havoc. Yeah, don't. I understand. mean, that's the obvious one. But. Yeah. Anyways, that's what we thought about NXT from September 16, 2020. Let's go to feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post every Wednesday night. You can write and write in and we'll read it here, including Paul from New Jersey. I'll start. He says, I'm, I give Miss Shotzi a hard time, but it's clear she's a star. Glad to see EO as strange as this is to say, I feel like she's been lost in the shuffle since winning the title. I don't think, I don't know if Patrick Clark's injury is real or not, but I don't care. Keep him off my television. Gargano might be my favorite promo in all of wrestling right now, an absolute tour de force. I really like Caden and Casey as a team. The women's tag division is going to need more teams, considering the main roster is obsessed with breaking up the teams while ruining both wrestling and Christmas, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Paul is a fan of the Iconics. Drake Maverick should be on TV every week. The guy is exploding with charisma. Very enjoyable show tonight. This week's Kona shoot, I was watching Brennan Williams' Twitch stream, which regularly includes Shane Thorne, Dane Dijak, and Mansoor. Basically, Retribution. 
They said Kona refuses to break kayfabe while on the road and that Kona completely lives the gimmick of the finest. Mansoor said, and I quote, I don't know how you find t- TV time. How for you a- don't find TV time. <laughs> I don't know how you don't find t- TV time for a guy like Kona. There are very few like him and he's going to be an absolute superstar one day. I agree. Be well and never forget you're the superior brand. Thank you, Is Paul. it not breaking kayfabe or is he truly just yeah. the finest? Yeah, look, uh, Paul... I, I I I thank you for your your Kona fact, but yeah, I think Kona just really is the finest. I think he is, and Paul will actually be joining us on the Clash of Champions watch along. Whoa! Uh, in just a couple of weeks, obviously, it's another WWE pay per view, so we will be doing a watch along for Clash of Champions. And yeah, Paul, as one of our world champions, is gonna. Join I can't us. wait! That's exciting. We go to mystery. Hiya. Going to be an interesting week next week, as we'll find out the number one contenders for both Finn and EO. I enjoyed the Shotzi EO match, even if the moonsault was rough. EO is so goddamn good at elevating others, even when they lose. A rare trait, and sometimes to her detriment, as people end up taking more, talking more about the people she elevated instead of her. Something Shayna, Rhea, and Charlotte's reigns didn't seem to have. Brizango versus Imperium was surprisingly fun as well. Uh, Kyla Riley as a face is something I'm interested in. Maybe pair him up with Cole when the Undisputed Era splits. The number one contender battle roll next week will be interesting, but my bet is on Raquel winning it after she eliminates Rhea with an assist from Dakota. I really don't want to see Io lose the title anytime soon because Rhea doesn't really elevate anyone she's in the ring with, especially as of late. Question of the week. With that awkward finish to the Mickey James versus Asuka match on Raw tonight, what did you guys think of it? The match before it was falling apart anyways, as Mickey just felt like she was several steps behind the entire time. Also, what do you guys think about Zelina Vega being the next challenger to the title, despite having only won four matches in two years out of eight, 48 matches, all of them tag matches? Um, I mean, I think I, I heard about the, the finish with Mickey James and Asuka, and I don't know if you saw it or not. It was basically... The Asuka lock was applied and the ref called the bell, but Mickey didn't tap or anything. And then mm. people were thinking uh, there were reports that her shoulder popped out. And then it was confirmed after that she wasn't injured at all. It was just a weird match. But apparently, as as Mystery says here, like the match kind of was falling apart beforehand. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it, so I can't really comment. Mistakes happen. Sometimes, pe- yeah, mistakes happen in matches. And if the ref just was a bit hasty in calling the bell like so be it the bell rang Zelina Vega I kind of get it because Oscar's kind of ran through everyone and you maybe want to hold off the the big feuds until it's a bigger pay-per-view like a rumble or a or a mania um and Zelina Vega is strong enough on the mic that she can carry a feud for a month so I I have no problem with that and WWE have never cared about wins or losses so <laughs> that's my thought I think Asuka's fantastic she is. Uh, Mickey James I think is just a little past what yep. you know what 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 is what is happened what is gone uh we go to wrestling Graham great performance tonight from Shotzi Blackheart I see a lot of Joshi influence in her style which meshed well against Io Shirai. After the German on the apron, I thought this match could have very well taken place in Corcoran Hall. Barrett said it best, Shati is a player and is here to stay. I know they're not making a story of it, but I liked how Kushida is ripping off of the alleged <laughs> predators. Yes. Jesus. This week I noticed the NXT extras and probably some... Nextras. Nextras. 
and probably some crowd sweetening, really help with atmosphere, feels closest to normal out of all the major promotions running these days. Okay. I, I, I agree with, with the Shotzi thing. I mean, you're, you're saying it reminded you of some, some Joshi, which I'm, I'm assuming you watch like Stardom and stuff. Uh, Cinderella coming up soon too. Isn't that happening? Uh, is it the Cinderella ball? What is the, wow, is that coming is that, up? Already? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, the Cinderella be a priestly th- thing is, that's why I know about it. But, okay. um, I, I think Shotzi, it, it fits very well in with, she is a player, like Barrett said, but yeah, I agree. Uh, we go to Crooked Letter 9. NXT has a knack of making everyone look terrific, even in defeat, and Shotzi Blackheart is all the evidence you need. She had a star-making performance against Io Shirai in what was the match of the night. It was business as usual, as the two title matches were also very good. Imperium are, are apparently heading back to NXT UK with its imminent restart as their feud with Brizango has ended. Kushida's new aggressive edge is doing him a world of favours and he stomped out Austin Theory, which was awesome. Kyler Riley took a big step to his inevitable face turn. The show is in takeover mode as the card begins to take shape next week. 7.5 out of 10. I think the card will will start to take yeah. shape next week, definitely. For sure. Chris Thunder from Down Under says, Hey guys, I thought this was one of the better shows of NXT in recent weeks. While I'm still not a fan of the Garganos at home. Is Drake an idiot or is Killian smart following Roman's lead? Maybe I missed something, but there's a takeover on the 5th. This wasn't announced last week, right? Uh, I believe it's the 4th? It's the 4th? Yeah, 7th? Man, I'm already blanking yeah. on the name. Main event was great. Absolute best choice of the feature matches to close the night. We go to Chris from Pennsylvania. Oh, hi, Braden and Davey. Really good show tonight. EO Shotzi was my match of the night, but I thought all three of the main matches delivered. I'm glad to see they're finding stories for Drake Maverick to be involved with since bringing him back. And the fact that he's making me interested in Killian Dane's storyline says a lot about his ability. Oh, a lot of people seem to be into that feud tonight. My only real complaint is how quickly they are coming back with another takeover. It's two weeks from Sunday, and other than a potential Candice Tegan grudge match, there are no other feuds that feel like they should be peaking at a takeover. That's fair. That's really fair. Usually it's like things that are boiling that you need to see. Yeah, this feels more like back in the days when it was takeover, respect, takeover, fatal four-way, takeover. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It it just feels like a pay-per-view to fill time rather than a big like peak of the year, as you said. Uh, we have then someone in the chat being like, no, TakeOver was announced today. But we end with one last bit of feedback from Charbel. The chosen one! He says, PS5, pre-order, done. Oh, thanks, Charbel. Really? Oh, thanks, oh, Charbel. buddy, thank you. you. Thank you. He says, since COVID, I have to work night shifts because I lost my job. So I watch NXT while working and pre-ordered a PS5 and I'm freaking out. Okay, well, wait a second. <laughs> Charbel, <laughs> priorities. You have a family and kids. What are you? Do- Anyways, he says NXT was lit. Team Ninja was lit. Shotzi put her on SmackDown. She was everything working for her. She has everything working for her. I think she. I'm beginning to love Breezango even more, and I don't even know why. Because they've been great, realistically. Yeah. He says, Damien Priest, face experiment is working. Same thing for him. I'm liking him even more each week. And prompt. Props go to Timothy for help putting him over. I remember remember a couple months ago, people were down on the product, but I think it's the NST circle of life cycle. We always have a down period because they need to build everything from the ground up. They would really benefit from an off-season, but I know WWE will never allow that. But at the same time, they will have other shows that could do... What NXT is doing is a couple of weeks. Like, the Mae Young Classic could run for a month, or CWC. 
I don't know. What do you think? Also, God of War or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. 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 Um, I know what you mean, Charbel. Unfortunately, with it now being on TV rather than the network, I think you could afford to take NXT off the network for a couple of weeks and run a Mae Young Classic. But you've got that USA deal, so there, there's no way they're taking NXT off to replace with another tournament. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, but he sees... He sees other things that are working for him, like yeah. Priest and stuff. No, I agree with you. It's yeah. definitely a cycle, and it's weird because back in the days, your cycle would end with people being moved up, and now it's it's ends with people just like laterally moving or moving down the card or something, which we're not really used to seeing in NXT. Um, but he's but right about the circle. Right. Circle yeah, like, yeah. always happens. I mean, we lost Keith Lee and Karrion Cross at the same time by mm. like obviously injury, but one's taken away. And speaking of Keith Lee, have you seen his great gear? The singlet's better than it was, but yeah, you you fucked that guy over big time. That gear, like, what are they thinking? So they're, they're, I think they're just taking everything we say. We like talk about a good match we made on two K. It happens on TV. You you say how much you hated Keith Lee's gear. Wow. Put the man in a singlet. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like they listen to what we we say. <laughs> Sometimes it really does. Uh, well, that is what you guys thought. That is what we thought of NXT from September 16th, 2020. You know what? It was a good week. I know they throwing they're throwing this takeover at us in the near future, but that's okay. I'm okay with it. I want a takeover. That's what I want. I wasn't ready for it, but I'm okay with it. It's like it's like that Chris Evans picture. I, I'm not okay. I'm okay with it, but I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> the world wasn't ready for it, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, thank you so much for listening and for supporting us here at Up Next, the BDE, the Brain Davy Estate Experience and Post Wrestling. We really appreciate it. We've been doing a Patreon for over a year now. Uh, we've been doing Up Next for a long time now, but if you want to hear more of us, including Up Nextra, the AEW Dynamite Review, every Thursday, $5 a month gets you all the shows we've been talking about, including Was Next, Best Match Ever, uh, movie reviews like The Room, Back to the Future, out this week. So many things, including our G1 2016 Best Match Ever that's coming out this week as well. But all the shows and past shows, back catalog, are packed. And for five bucks, you get access to all of it. And if you want a little taster uh, to celebrate one year of our Patreon, we are going to release one of the shows we're most proud of, as we mentioned at the beginning, Best Match Ever with John Pollock talking all about the career of Stan Hansen. Yeah. That's going to be on the post-wrestling feed for free. So you can check that out if you've never heard that show. And John Pollock breaks his, his, his rule on this show. He, he reviews matches outside of the G1. He gives them ratings. He gave ratings. matches ratings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's to look forward to. That's coming out Friday. Um, and then next week, again, for free on this very feed, we are reviewing the 1989 Tim Burton Batman. So yeah. Have a little taster for the rest of September. And then if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button on Patreon. We would love to have you. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and the group as well, Up Next Podcast. And again, on Twitter, at Up Next Podcast, for all the updates and shows and wherever you can find all the stuff we do. Again, we have a huge back catalog of movies and and reviews and wrestling reviews and NXT reviews and everything. Uh, we review Was Next, where we go back in time to review old NXT. And we just did one last week, which was a lot of fun. Seth Rollins is still NXT champion. It's lit. Not for much longer. Roman Reigns as a as a heel with no vest. It's wild. The the 
Big E with the five count. Oh, it's NXT's crazy. Well, we do so many shows, so go check out the list and see if anything fancies your your, your tickles your pickle. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. Uh, so thank you so much for for listening and for supporting us here on What's Next. It means the world to us. So uh, take care of yourselves. It's still a pandemic. So wherever you may be, be safe. Be well. Be good. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And this is a freaking parking lot. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today